Joining us on the phone, it's Brett Kissel. What's up, brother? Hey, life is good, my friend. It's really good. My hockey team is winning hockey games. Well, just hockey is back in general. So you can imagine I'm, I'm in such great spirits. Dude, I, I have to tell you right off the top, you are both the easiest interview and one of my more, most difficult interviews, all for the same reason, because you have Why? so much going on at any given time that it's really hard to keep up with you, man. Hey, you know what? It's just another day in the life. Sometimes you just wake up in the morning, you put on your cowboy boots, you get to work, and there's been a lot of cool things that have happened from hockey to music to driving concerts to singles. But you know what? For me, this era of COVID-19, as difficult as it's been and as tough as it's been for not only me and so many other people across Canada, one of the great silver linings has been the family time that I've gotten so, yes, the career seems to be cooking with gas, but I'm very, very blessed that my family time has been at an all-time high, and our meters or our cups are kind of flowing over. We're pretty lucky. I'm glad to hear that. I wanted to check in on your wife and your children to make sure they were doing all right in these tough times. They really are. You know what, our kids, I can hear as I'm downstairs in my little work office basement here, I hear little footsteps going on upstairs, and the kids are coming in inside of the yard, and and everything, it's, uh, it's really wonderful watching all three of them play so well together. Um, the only thing is that our little boy, like, he's, he is more, you know what, I'm just going to go out and say it because parents will understand, that little kid is more trouble as a one-and-a-half-year-old than my two daughters were in all their life total together. <laughs> this kid climbs on everything, hangs from the chandeliers. Like, it's, it's a struggle like, to keep him alive. Like, I don't know how, like, if he was our first kid, I, I don't like literally. I I don't know what we would what we would have done. It's crazy. <laughs> now I think it begs a big question though. Is he a chip off the old man's block? Were you the same way as a young guy? It is so funny talking to especially my grandparents who we're very very close to, who are obviously our kids' great grandparents. There's an 80 year difference, 83 year difference between my grandpa and my baby boy, and he just holds that baby boy of mine, and he says. It's like I'm holding you all over again. And then when he says certain things, uh, my little kid, or when he climbs up on a chair just to get onto the kitchen table to then hang on to the light fixture and then say, hey, look at me. We're, my grandpa's just laughing. He doesn't go to save the kid. He just sits back in his recliner and he laughs. He's like, you used to do that in the 90s. Fantastic. Now, fans can get a little bit more of the connection with your grandfather uh, with a song that you uh, put out in a video on Facebook this week. I'll send him to that to follow Brett Kissel on Facebook. A quick question, though, on your son. Is he going to be an Oilers fan or is he going to let you down? Uh, 100%. He's going to be an Oilers fan. That's a very important thing for every parent who <laughs> loves sports is to make sure you pass on your love of sport to your kid. And I've always wondered and I've always questioned the parents that are diehard Leafs fans and then some way, somehow, their kid becomes a Senators fan or someone who is a diehard Oilers fan. And some way, somehow, their kid says, Dad, I'm going to cheer for the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> to me, I'm just letting you know there is no tolerance for that in the Kissel house. It's Oilers and that's it. All right. Well, let me just say as a side note, anybody that goes from being a Leafs fan to being a Sens fan is just putting themselves into misery. 
uh, times two on that one, but that's another topic. I know you're just pumped to have hockey back, man. I know, I know. I saw you doing the hockey song online the other day. I uh, I know you've been tweeting up a storm. I know you got to sing the anthem for Penguins uh, Montreal Canadiens, which started a Twitter firestorm, even though it was pre-recorded from a couple years ago. Uh, hockey. Yeah, ho- hockey is back, and that's all. That's all I want to focus on because we've wanted this for so long. And yes, it's it's odd to you know be watching it with no fans in the stands, but it is still so amazing getting a chance to just watch your favorite teams go out there and play and battle for the cup. And you know the big game that we watched, obviously, we're calling it the McDavid Show out here in Alberta when he goes out and gets four goals. It was just extraordinary. Is your boy going to take home a cup this year? What do you think? What is your official Brett Kissel prediction? I know you're going to go a little homer in this one, but, I mean, do you, are the Oilers going to do it, or is there a team that worries you a bit? Oh, 100% we're going to do it. There's no team that worries me because, in reality, every team worries you. I mean, every team has an opportunity to challenge for the cup, and every team that's currently in the bracket right now um, I, I believe could could win it. The reason why I think the Oilers are going to do it is because we've got a lot of great things on our side. I can't speak to uh, necessarily the, the talent or the way that the game is played, but I'm going to go and talk a little bit about the mental toughness that our organization has. Okay. All right. So, yes, we've got talent. Yes, we've got great goaltending. Our D is strong. Everyone can score a goal on our team. We've got a great team. But, hey, everyone else does. The reason why it's going to be good for us is because – we know the building. We know the system. We know the city. Let's call it what it is. I love Edmonton. I love Edmonton. I always have. I always will. It's my home city. But it's always voted at the bottom of the list from like every other team says they don't like playing in Edmonton. And it's tough because everyone's away from their families. Even though the Oilers are in the bubble too, the psychology I've got here is that they know Edmonton and they want to be there. They want to win a cup here for the hometown fans. There is extra energy everywhere you go and everywhere you look in our city that is celebrating the Edmonton Oilers. So it's not fun if you're losing hockey games. It's not fun to be away from your family that might be in Florida or Minnesota or, or California. So that's why I'm saying without question, the Oilers have that uh, you know, that opportunity. And then another good thing here for us is that when you have something that can ignite the fire in your belly um, and is so strong and passionate, like um, their former teammate and dear friend Colby Cave, who unfortunately passed away during the pandemic, they're playing for Colby. The hashtags are we skate for Colby. And that, without question, is a really, really special and inspiring note that our organization has. And I believe Colby Cave uh, is looking down on the Edmonton Oilers organization, and uh, he's probably going to see if he can pull a few strings in heaven. I truly believe that, and I loved it. One of the Oilers said that in an interview. I could talk hockey with you all day, my good sir, but we don't have that kind of time on our hands. Uh, quickly, though, may I just note after this weekend's controversy, for fans who didn't see, they showed an old video of you in a, in a, in a Penguins jersey when, you, when they played the Habs this past week. People gave you the gears on Twitter. Not a big concern to me, uh, but uh, let me just point out that you should be wearing an Edmonton jersey if the Oilers make the cup final. Make sure they don't use old videos. 
Yeah, I agree. Could you imagine if they used old footage of <laughs> yeah. maybe me singing an anthem in Calgary or or something <laughs> like that? Like <laughs> my career would be over. Fans can see what we're talking about on Twitter today uh, because you and I are almost at a time, and we've still got two major topics to get to. Number one, congratulations, the CCMA really showed you and your band some love this year, buddy. I was so grateful, you know what, to, to get the recognition for my band and also for me as an artist, but I'll talk about them first. You know what, I've got an incredible group of, uh, of musicians that are much more than, than hired guns. These guys are the best of the best in our nation. They've played on so many other great records for so many other great artists. We've toured uh, to every province and every territory, and these guys are extraordinary. So for each of my band members to be nominated for their respective musician uh, award of the year is nothing short of extraordinary, and I'm so proud of these guys, and I know that they ought to be very proud of themselves for all the hard work that they've done and what they've been able to do to help launch my career. Weaver now at, in this level you know, to get the nominations that I got, you know, from album to, you know, male, entertainer, and then the big one that we love so much is the fan's choice. That nomination is very special. You are the reigning fan champion, my good sir. Well, you know what? We're pretty lucky. We've got a, a hell of a fan base. There's no denying that. But the biggest thing is that I've always said this, and, and whether or not we get the glass trophy The biggest thing is this is a great opportunity for me to reflect and me to applaud my fan base. And a lot of people have gone from fans to now friends and family, truthfully. And if we win this, we win it together. This isn't just my trophy that sits on a mantle somewhere. This is something that has always traveled with me, and it's been brought to every show so that if we get a chance to meet or if you come to the merch table, this is your award, too. And uh, as we went down through the list of a lot of the other great artists that have won Fans Choice uh, in the past, I believe I'm the only guy that's ever brought it out like a Stanley Cup style parade and brought it to every show, and I intend to keep doing it. All right, well, then I guess we just uh, figured out who we have to vote for this year. But uh, Although I don't, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, so <laughs> vote everybody else, too. Just, i got to play hey, the game. I, that's right. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if you're You're allowed, allowed to say to vote either, for me. I'm not allowed to say vote for you. <laughs> what I can say is that you've got ten incredible choices. Yeah. You know, in country music, Canadian country is so unbelievably strong right now. Got that right. Our, our association is stronger than it's ever been. Yep. So the biggest thing here is you've got 10 great artists that you can choose from. Just go to ccmafanvote.com. You can vote once a day, and we only have a few more days left. So, yeah, of course I'd love it if you voted for me, but the reality is we're all Canadians, so it's going to sound like a Miss Canada type of answer, but we're all winners, Weaver. All 10 of us, we're in the category, so that's all that matters. Giddy up. That's September 27th, 9 o'clock on Global, streaming on the Global TV app, the CCMA Awards. Dude, I I didn't even get to everything, so really quickly, just to uh, buzz over it, shout out to your drive-in concerts, raising all that money for Alberta Charities. I saw you did a boat concert over the weekend with Brett uh, uh, Wilson uh, from uh, Dragon's Den fame, and then, and then, and hey, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it or not, but I heard through the grapevine and maybe some, uh, some emails that I saw that there might be new music on the way. Yeah, you know what? Let's talk about new music quickly. What we do have coming down the pipe is going to be uh, awesome. Some of the coolest uh, music that uh, really great collab uh, that we're going to be announcing here, hopefully uh, within the next couple of weeks. But the boat concert that we did on the weekend was one of the best things I've ever done in my life. We 
talked about it, you know, for a couple of weeks of planning. We planned it with BC Health Services and the local government, the provincial government. And then we wanted to do just a pop-up. So at 8 in the morning, I said, hey, this is the site. This is where I'm going to be. We're going to do a drive-in boat concert that will be broadcast through your FM dial. And we did the show, and we had over 3,000 people, 3,000 people, all socially distant, and everybody followed the rules. Everybody was well-behaved, but they still partied hard to some great country music, and I'm so proud we were able to pull it off. You're at the forefront of uh, innovating ways to see your fans and get that live music thing happening again. Kudos to you, sir. I'm out of time, so hit me up anytime you want, because the phones at 104 are always open for you, buddy. Well, I really do appreciate that. Okay, well, hockey is back. Go hockey. That's all I can say. Lots of love to not only you, but all your team members there, and especially all your listeners.